with another episode of the Tim Gillette Show. My name is Tim Gillette, and yes, this is my show, but it is not about me. We have real conversations with real influencers on this show. These are people who are making a difference in the world and making changes, all right, that are going to impact and influence generations to come. Today's guest, all right, I don't even know this lady. I'm going to get to meet her for the first time on camera and have a conversation with her which is the best way I love to interview people. Doesn't mean I, I don't know where the conversation is going to go. All right. I really don't know her backstory. I barely got Adriana is her name. And um, uh, Gavazoni, I think. She'll tell me if I mispronounced the last, last name. But, uh, you know, she's she's not from America. So I'm sure she's going to get into that with you. But Adri, Adriana is going to come in with us today, and we're going to have a good time. You're going to find out about this wonderful influencer. Adriana, how are you? Hello, team. Fine. Thanks for having me today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's been an adventure getting you here because I know, uh, you know, in the beginning, we, we couldn't find, like, we couldn't find your website, and I, I realized it's because you're not in America. <laughs> Oh, no, not just that. Someone just hijacked my website. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> mm. um, I, yeah, like, were these hackers in your country or were they hackers from like overseas or? I don't know. I think it was a giveaway fired. She used to have my password and she decided to use it. So I had to hire another person to recover everything. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, I mean, I've had problems where people, my, my websites got hacked, but I have always had a double sign in. So, uh, whoever my team is working on it, I have a sign in that they can't touch and my sign in can override theirs at any point in time. And I always do that because I'm afraid that's going to happen to me. <laughs> that happens. That really happens. Uh, <laughs> and it's awful. I was totally desperate about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, so what, uh, what, what part of the world do you live in, first of all? Uh, I'm from and I'm living in Brazil. I'm in Brasilia. It's the capital of Brazil. Right in the middle of right, Brazil. Right, right in the middle. Uh, Brazil's a pretty big country, isn't it? Huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, uh, I, you know, I, I've got some history going back through Brazil. As my second wife is actually, she lives in Sao Paulo. Oh, my God. Huge city. The yeah. biggest city in the country. Yes. Is it the biggest city? Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's the biggest. Uh, it's yeah. the biggest. I met her when she lived in Dallas. And then, you know, after we, we separated, she ended up going back and has just two kids down there and lives down there now. And, you know, we've chatted a couple times since she moved back. But, like, you know, that's where she wanted to go. She didn't want to live here. <laughs> <laughs> so. But but you grew up there. Like, have you lived in the capital your whole life? No, I'm from South Brazil. South Brazil is completely different from where I am now. South Brazil is a colder place. Mm -hmm. We even can have snow during the winter. So it's as it is a huge country. Uh, we can have summer, winter. Uh, it's totally different one region from the other. But uh, but I'm originally. Uh, from South Brazil. Okay, okay, and and like this time of year, is it? It's it your because you're in the you're in the south uh, south of the equator. So this time of year is your summer winding up. Is that right? The summer it's going to end uh, in May. May okay. start May starts the autumn, and then we are going to have uh, winter when you have uh, summer. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, my my um, my youngest brother lives in uh, New Zealand, so same thing. They're they're on the south southern side of, of of the world, and they're dealing with with their uh, their summer right now. So yeah, yeah, it's that's how I've learned that. I I couldn't understand that concept of you know summer winter up down, and it confused me. So, um, have you traveled outside of Brazil in your life? 
I love to travel. I travel every year for many different places. I studied in France. I spent some time doing research in the United States. I live in Argentina for some time, worked in Paraguay for some time. Uh, I love France, so I travel a lot to France. Uh, I'm just back from the United States. I was there 15 days ago. And usually I do three trips outside the country per year. I, I'm crazy about traveling. I, 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 since the pandemic, I'm not crazy about traveling. I don't want to get on a plane just yet. But um, uh, how, how, like, do you take in, in your country, do you take car road trips by any chance? Yes, we do. Because near here, we have wonderful waterfalls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And uh, in some weekends, we just get our cars and we go there. It's one hour distance. We love to travel. I and my husband, we really love to travel. So whenever there is an opportunity, doesn't matter if it's inside or outside the country, we are going. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, now, uh, what is it that you do for work uh, down there in Brazil? Uh, I've been a lawyer for 31 years. Well, so, did you start when you were like five years old? I mean, come on, you don't look that old. <laughs> I'm 53. I'm uh, old. I'm old. Yeah. But uh, being a lawyer, I'm a former professor of law. Mm -hmm. I was a professor of law during 10 years. But things got complicated, too much work as a lawyer, as a writer. And then uh, teaching is hard working too. I had to choose. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, here in the United States, you know, we, we have jokes about lawyers. I don't know if you have them down there, but our, our jokes are like, you know, in Florida, lawyers are buried 12 feet deep because deep, deep down, they're really good people. Yes. And uh, there's another one about why a lawyer, when he's dying, asks for a Bible because they are trying to find loopholes. So... <laughs> It's pretty much like that. One day I was entering the United States. The guy at customs asked me, but you are a lawyer or a liar? And I said, well, <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> I, 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 was it, what is it? I, I, I can't confirm or I can't commit or I, I plead the fifth. No, no, no. Everything can be used against myself. So, no. <laughs> Um, what, what made you go into the, to the, to that field? Was that something that was chosen for you or is that something you decided, well, I'd be a great lawyer? No, I'm a voracious reader. And when I was a kid, one time I was around 12 years old. I was at home. Uh, it was night and I didn't have anything to read. And I found that book on our home's shelf. Uh, it was a legal book, so I decided to read that. I didn't have anything else. And I fell in love with that book. So many roles you could... Uh, I, I'm a little bit bossy, so I, I understood you could give orders to people and they have to obey some rules. Uh, I really loved that. For me, it was amazing. So I told my, my dad that I'm going to be a lawyer. And he said, oh, yeah, last month you want to be a scientist. Let us see what is going to happen next month. Uh, mm -hmm. Next month. But here I am, a lawyer. Um, and you love to give orders. How does your husband do with that? <laughs> uh, he, he's a little bossy, too. So sometimes we have conflict. <laughs> he's not a lawyer also, is he? <laughs> no, he's not. He's a businessman. And he's my client. Oh, oh, yeah, I know. That's the way to find it. I mean, I'll just marry the client. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but it's a long story. That's not how I married him. Oh. Uh, he was my first boyfriend. And after three failed marriages, we met again and we married. So then he became my client mm -hmm. against my will. Uh -huh, uh -huh. So wait a minute, wait a minute. You were married before this? Three times. Okay, so he's number four. Four, yeah. Okay. I I feel better now, all right? I'm on number three. 
All right. I learned at three. I kind of am going to try to stick with this one. <laughs> I'm, try I'm trying to stick with four, but <laughs> one never knows. When no. you are a lawyer, it's super easy to make a divorce. Ah, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, my, my second wife, yeah, she was headed back to Brazil when we were filing for our divorce. And then that made things complicating. Getting a divorce across two countries. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, um, yeah. But we got it accomplished. Um, but the, the good thing was, is we parted on uh, like, you know, terms, we realized we weren't meant for each other and just listen, we need to walk away and just stay friends. And that was a good part about it. But, um, you know, interesting when you tell me, all right, you know, he went through, went through three and he's a businessman as, uh, about th three years ago, we were buying this condo and it was the first time that I ever had a mortgage on a house. Like every house I'd ever bought in my life, I paid cash for it because I was a business entrepreneur, right? I'm at the bank applying for the mortgage and the lady goes, I was 52 at the time. She goes, oh, wow, you're 52 and you're getting your first house. And I'm like, no, I'm 52 and getting my first mortgage. She goes, how did you buy a house without a mortgage? And I said, after losing two wives, I learned, all right, when you have a good year, you pay cash for the house. Otherwise, the wife leaves. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can't keep a roof over your head, wife leaves. She's gone. She's not coming. Back. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I've learned to make fun of my, my plight of the fact that, yes, I've been down that road of marriage a couple times. My wife was married twice before, too. So this is both number three for both of us. So, yeah. Um, uh, I, I do the same. It's yeah. better to make fun than to regret. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, and that's you know, I mean, that says a lot about your personality. All right, when you're you're someone who's willing to you know laugh it up and realize you know what, it's just a mistake. Might as well live life and keep moving on rather than sit there and dwell in it. That says a lot about your personality. You know that. In my case, I never had kids. Oh. I decided early in my life uh, not having any any children, so it was less complicated. Oh, okay. Because children children are, are complicated when we decide to divorce. Mm -hmm. They yeah. suffer a lot. Uh, there are a lot of issues to be solved. Uh, I'm not a family lawyer, but I know there are there are tremendous amount of work to settle a couple of children. A couple of kids. Wow, wow, wow. So, I, and I'm sure you know the best part about kids, right? Don't have it. <laughs> you have a sense of humor. No. I was going to say, oh, go, go ask your husband the, the best thing about kids. Well, he has to. Oh. And he says, uh, it's a lot of work, but it compensates. Yeah. I believe, but I still just want to believe and not to try. Yeah. Because I think it's an amount of incredible amount of work and it doesn't compensate. When they are ready to work for you, for to pay for the bills you paid for them, they are going to leave you and they're going to get their own life. So uh, it's not a good investment, really. Ah, well, you're thinking about the investment part. No, I, I was going to say, ask your husband because he'll tell you, usually most men will tell you the best thing about kids is making them. Yes, it's making them. Yeah. So uh, the training part, I like. I yeah. don't like the results. Okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The fun part, I like. It's the work afterwards. I don't like that stuff at all. No, no, I don't need. I really don't need. <laughs> Uh, so, so interesting that, you know what I mean? You were a lawyer for all these years. What, what, uh, uh, specific practice in, as a lawyer, did you do? So she said, you didn't do family law. No, I'm too Italian for that. I'm going to kill somebody. So I do corporate law. Corporate. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're the type of lawyer I like. <laughs> oh, so you don't like reverse? <laughs> what do you like about me? <laughs> no, no, no. I like the corporate lawyers because most of them are helping me keep what I have. <laughs> yes, usually it's just like that to yeah. keep what you have. Uh, in COVID, it was helping some businessmen, some clients to survive, to really survive. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. companies were closing Brazil like 
flies were dying or better people with covid mm -hmm. so uh, i had a lot of work during covid the good part i was working from home wearing shorts the whole day so that was good <laughs> wow no um so i do understand though that you've written some books and stuff is this true yes tell me a little true. bit about the writing and what got you into that well, of course, I have a legal book in Brazil about international contracts, but that doesn't count. That's pure technicity, so doesn't count. Then I decided in the middle of my middle life crisis uh, to write a novel. It was a bet with one of my lawyers and wonderful friend. We decided both to write a book. So he would write one, I would write another one. And then I'm here five books after he never finished his. So I won the bat. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. I, I never go about, I, I had to go about that with some of the people I'm doing business with is going in a competition or something like that to get the job done. That way I know I would finish it. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I have a problem finishing things sometimes, but you got the book done. Now, have you done more than one or just the one? Five. Five. There are five novels. Uh, I've uh, published the last one on November 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm writing two more. Mm -hmm. I don't know when they are going to be read because it's been a busy year for a lawyer. So yeah. I don't have much time, but I try to write every day a little bit maybe in six months i'm going to have another one okay okay uh so then the, you, you, it's something you do on the side so it's like you know when you have time or is it something you have to set aside time to work on i'm curious i have to work with my schedule because i have a tight schedule and so i separate usually one hour per day to work okay. uh to write not to oh, work to write, to write. because write, uh, writing for me is a pleasure. It's not work. But uh, when I have time, I can write more. It's not the case this last month. Uh, I'm just keeping with my schedule of one hour per day. Uh, but uh, if I don't do that, I won't find the space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting. I, I love that. I might actually use that concept and tell more people up here as they're trying to do things like, you know, I help people do blogs or podcasts is why not just take one hour? If you want to do something new, take one hour a day and go do it. Yes. Uh, and I need, uh, I'm really dependent on my schedule. Yeah. I, I have attention deficit. If I don't have everything noted on my schedule, I'm going to forget everything. Remember only the things I like and my God, not good yeah. for a lawyer. No, no, no. Um, well, you know, is there certain times a year as a lawyer that you're busier than others or is it just it comes and goes? It comes and goes. It depends on the time. Uh, those last two weeks are crazy, but uh, clients come with problems. They need injunctions and injunctions mean you have to work quickly and it's not on your schedule so you need uh, to separate things find a time to do it and it, i've been busy the last two weeks but uh, the best time for me it's december and beginning of january because there is a kind of judicial vacation here okay so okay. from 20 december to 20 january I can relax a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So is is it during that time that courts are closed or is it during that time that like it's it's just vacation time? Uh, courts are closed, just open for emergencies mm -hmm. and nothing else. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, that's something we don't do in America. We're, we're, you know, like we barely close down for one day in December, you know? Uh, oh God. Yeah. Yeah. There are, you know, but, but as you say that, uh, Adriana, the, uh, it makes me think because one of the things that uh, my ex-wife and family members of her that I talked about was they hated about America. They say, said we were always working. 
they never yeah. we never relax and that's what they said about us in America um and and I see that my own wife and I I mean my wife's got a uh a corporate job that has her traveling a lot and we used to be able to take like one week vacations now we get to take like 3 days and go away for a weekend and usually we can drive like 40 miles to go away for a vacation and come back that's all we can do cuz we're so busy so i i get that and I see your concept and go, maybe we should schedule a month off every year. <laughs> and I try to do, as I love to travel, and usually I travel uh, abroad for one week or 10 days. Uh, when I decide to travel, I have to plan with advance. Maybe that works for you. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I put my lawyers, I have lawyers working for me in my office. So I put my lawyers to do. Uh, the cases that I don't consider uh, too complicated because yeah. some cases that I do, I have to do it myself. I'm a free controller. Then I let everything prepared before traveling. And I try to work a little bit during the travel. And after the travel, I work the double. Yeah. But I can, I can least, uh, at least I can travel and I can have some vacation because uh, I tend to be a little bit workaholic. So does my husband. Uh, two workaholics together, we have to plan uh, very well. Yeah, that's us. Awesome. That's us. Awesome. That, that is exactly me and my wife. The uh, same thing. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, you know, when you travel, are you able to take like a, a computer and access things if you need to in your travels? Or do you travel as in shut an office? We don't talk. I can't. I have to have a computer. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, cards in Brazil are all digital. Now I can uh, upload a petition. If I have really? internet, it doesn't mind where I am. I can work from wow. any corner in the world. Yes. Even the hearings after the, the pandemic, uh, uh, we are doing through internet. We are not going to courts yet. Okay. So, and I think it's going to be like this for some cards because it's too practical. Uh, people are loving, main of all, us lawyers that we have to dress, to go to the court, uh, lose one hour in traffic, wait for the hearing, and we can wait in our offices. Dress mm -hmm. uh, is more simple. And uh, when the judges are ready, they just call us, just with you did with me. Mm -hmm. And then we are inside a hearing. Okay. Uh, it's very, very good. Uh, uh, COVID uh, taught us it's possible, and we are doing like that. Okay. Um, and, and during COVID, have you learned how to dress up from here? And like down here, you know, you have sure, the Sure, yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> All the time, all the time, because uh, on the first year of the COVID, our, our offices were totally closed, yeah, yeah, and we are all working from home. After that, uh, we have to go to the office. We can go wearing a shirt, something like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, even today, if uh, the hearing is in a moment I am at home, I'm going just to dress a shirt. And wear shorts for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's and and during I mean the early part of the pandemic, uh, like there was people of like zooms. I don't know if you've seen it down there, but up here in America, a girl on Zoom was on her phone watching the Zoom call and had the camera on and went into the bathroom and she's using the bathroom on camera. Oh God! So many things happen. Dogs appearing from nowhere, cats, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> even funny things in Brazil, like uh, in the Superior Court, uh, a bunch of judges were uh, talking, chatting before a hearing, and one talked about the lover of the other, and it was already online. And nobody told them they were online and the whole Brazil knew about uh, the lover and the sexual preferences of the other who like blondes. 
So I think they lost their jobs because it was so funny, but I pity them. Poor guys. <laughs> no, I was thinking along the lines of like, you know what I mean? The guy saying something about his new girlfriend and it turns out to be one of the other lawyer's wives. Like, I, that's like, oh my God. I was Fortunately, it didn't seem the case, but I think the divorce is going to be huge. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, lawyers know how to get a divorce. You just said it, you know? <laughs> yeah, we, we just said it. Uh, um, we we all marry with a prenup. So it's just a matter of telling, hey, honey, from now on, we are going to separate. Uh uh unfortunately i'm it's my fault but <laughs> i have to go my oh my oh my the dirt i'm learning about brazil today um <laughs> well i you know i know you know what i mean you, you you know you've lived in brazil your whole life then uh all right and you're doing very well like speaking english but is english your first language or is portuguese your first language no, Portuguese is my first language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. English is my second. French is my third. Spanish is my fourth. And I'm trying to deal with Mandarin, but I don't think in this life I'm going to speak Mandarin. I know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, my ex-wife, uh, her name was Telma. And, and Telma could, like, listen in on, on Spanish, but she couldn't quite get it. She had a hard time... Um, in English, like I, I had to explain certain terms to her in English uh, because she still didn't understand them here when she was here in the States. And, 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 but when she came to like before she met me, when she came to America, um, she did not even speak English. She learned while she was here. So um, you speak it very well uh, compared to what Telma did. <laughs> <laughs> compared. I make mistakes. I'm pretty sure about that. Main of all because I speak too quickly. And if I stop to think as when I'm writing, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't commit those mistakes. But I tend to talk like lawyers quickly. Well, I mean, you know, when you read a book that was a legal book, at what, what age were you? You said age five? 12, 12, 12 to 12, 13. Okay. At, yeah. at age 12. At age 12, I was still reading the, reading the cat in a hat, all right? I was <laughs> but I still read that to, to the day, but... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have one like that back then. It was the only book yeah, yeah. <laughs> available for me. Um, yeah, I was very fortunate to have a lot of kids' books. But when I got out of high school, I didn't read until um, uh, my first business I created. And it was would have been, what, 1991, I think. And um, I picked up a business book. And the only reason I read it was a friend suggested that business book would help. And it was because they told stories into it. In other words, just reading for instruction, I'm hard with. I have a hard time. But reading a story and applying the story to learn, I could get that. And when you were age 12, when you're reading that, did you get that material? Or is it that you, just, that you kept reading it because it was the only thing there and eventually you got it? Uh, I kept reading because I found it interesting. Of course, uh, I couldn't understand half of it because there were technical terms. Mm -hmm. And the reason I got that book is because I had, during that vacation, I read everything there was in my father's shell. So, <laughs> and he has tons of books. So I had to read that or nothing. And they yeah. kept reading, but I didn't understand. So I asked to my dad, some words what that means and he told me oh, that's crazy people do that oh yeah. funny thing i like it yeah it's well i mean it's interesting because uh, you know at age 12 i didn't i, I mean there's things that i had i mean I, I really i tell people i didn't grow up kind of until i was like 30 right and age 12 you were really that was high education stuff you're reading and I literally would have thrown it away and went and watched a movie, all right? That shows a lot of intelligence in you, all right? That's probably why you've achieved so much uh, in business and now are able to go write books. So, uh, you know. Uh, I used to read forbidden things uh, with 12 years old until my mother discovered. 
<laughs> yes, I uh, would go to the public library and I would borrow some books and read in the library during the vacation. Mm -hmm. uh, so I couldn't take them home until the day I didn't resist and took one. So my mom caught and I was forbidden to read for some time. Wow. Yeah, but I just love Harold Robbins. Can you imagine? It's pure pornography. But I, I was so curious about all that. And I, I don't know. I, I think uh, my father, my parents would watch me better. <laughs> I wouldn't let a kid uh, read something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but I used to read pretty much everything. And they didn't control. My father was outside working the whole day. My mother was outside working the whole day. My father loved to read, but he was not controlling what I was reading. My mom, she hates to read, uh, to read so she would never pay attention until the day she paid attention. Uh, that was a disgrace. Um, yeah, I was grounded for some time. <laughs> um, now, your books that you've written, what are these, uh, are these, when you say novels, are these love stories or are these mysteries? What kind of work is, what kind of reading is it? My first trilogy called Hidden Motives, uh, the, the, the books are psychological and erotic thrillers, mm -hmm. uh, influenced from the books I've read when I was a teen. <laughs> uh, my second series, just two books for now, it's called Where the Road Goes, and they are action mystery novels uh, inspired on secret agents, snipers. Uh, I love a good mystery. Uh, so uh, I can write just one genre. I used to do a cauldron of flavors. Oh, um, are you writing any stories about lawyers who talk about their lovers on, on tape? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Just saying, I'm sure there's a story there. <laughs> yes, I would like to know the whole story because that's very inspirational for another novel. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you find true uh, or do you find real life um, inspiration to write your novels? Like, you know, on your trips, you find something that inspires you to go, okay, I want to write about this this time. Uh, a lot. Uh, my trips inspire me a lot. Uh, usually, when I'm going to write about a place, I need to visit that place. Mm -hmm. Even if I, I, I've been there before, I'm going to go back, I'm going to check. And uh, uh, my, my, my professional life inspires me. People inspire me a lot. I love to listen to people's stories. Uh, uh, sometimes one phrase, I take note and I say, what a good phrase to make a character. And I'm going to use that. I take note and uh, everything inspires me. Uh, I'm curious. I'm a curious person. I'm curious about how things work. I'm curious about new flavors. That's the reason I love to travel. Uh, and all that uh, uh, is... Uh, has uh, a certain influence mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when I'm writing. Wow. Well, when you say, well, first of all, you said new flavors. All right. Uh, you know, I, I'm, my wife has more, more um, taste to taste different foods from different places. Um, but I love my, my favorite thing is tasting. I, I pair things. So alcohol, uh, like a certain drink with a certain food, and I learned that I worked as a barista for Starbucks for five years. Oh, wow. So I learned how to pair foods. Um, one of my other podcasts is with a lady in Oregon in Portland, Oregon. And I, we do a podcast called like the way you drink. And it's, we take an alcoholic drink and we pair it with food. We love, we love to go to restaurants where we can have those, uh, Whole meals yeah, with yeah. an entree, a main dish, 
pairing with pairing. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah. because I love wine. I'm Italian. I was raised. I'm not Italian. I'm Brazilian, but my my family comes from Italy. We love wine, and since uh, I was young. Traveling to France, I fall in love with wine. I go there, I go to the vineyards uh, to learn a little bit about wine. So I just love, and I love to cook. Uh, so whenever I'm going to cook, uh, I and my husband, we decide about the wine we are going to serve. Very fantastic. It, uh, how can I say that? Um, it's like an elevator for flavors, the right mm -hmm. wine, the right, yeah. the right drinking. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because some food uh, require a good beer. No. But uh, I'm, I'm a crazy fan of wines. Yeah, yeah. We went to, uh, like my mom's birthday was earlier this week. Last night we went to a wine, what's known as a wine bar that we frequent here in Dallas. And every one of the courses in the meals you get, they have a pairing wine that goes with it. Is that, that's what you like to do, right? Yes. That's what I love to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we, yeah, we go, we, we, this, we, my wife and I knew this restaurant. My mom moved here from, from the Northeast in, in the United States. And so like, but we, my wife and I used to go to this place all the time before my mom moved here. So now we take my mom and we do every year on New Year's Eve, we go there for our New Year's Eve dinner. And it's usually, it's, they have a prepped five course meal. And wow. it's five courses, and every course has a wine to pair with it, food, wine, food, wine, food. I mean, and even to dessert. And that is when you say wines, all right. And I get it. I know the Italian heritage. I I, I know a lot of Italians, and I, I, that's they have great taste in food. <laughs> <laughs> I love to eat. I have I have to control the way we I eat, or I'm going to to get away. So during the week, I'm going on a strict diet of vegetables, meat or fish. Uh, I've never, never, never eat sugar. Mm. Uh, so uh, no dessert for me. Uh, but I can have a good dessert wine for dessert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... Well, let me ask you this: What is some of the what is some of the wines that you've had from around the world that you like best? Oh, my favorites are the French wines, Bordeaux and Bourgogne, mm -hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, then come the 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 Sauternes. I love that the Sauternes for dessert. Mm -hmm. Then South America, the Argentina wines, some good oh, yeah. California. Bornan wines to uh, California has great, great, great Chardonnay. I love it. Yeah, they're great That's for the actually, Chardonnay. Um, yeah, here, they are great. Here in the United States, all right, we found a surprise place for wine was New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, wait a minute. Now, New Lots Mexico, the southern half of New Mexico is desert. The top half, though, is, you know, your, some of your higher mountains, right? And the grapes are grown as you're going into the higher mountains in there. And it is just because you've got warm climate coming up to cool climate as it goes higher. And the grapes just grow in. It's just phenomenal wine. But like. Which kind of grape? Um, the ones. We, well, you know, they do all kinds of them there. All right. They have a really good. A lot of your white wine grapes. Um, I can't think of their whole what grapes they have. But um, the what makes them good is, is they pair it with things. So they'll take the white grape and they'll put in a little bit of uh, like um, chili pepper. Mm. All right. And it gives it like the, you take your sweetness of like your and, and, and it gives you just that little little bite of spice to it. That's what makes yes. that's what makes their wines so good um, that, we, that we, we have them. They have, you know, like, a, like not not Merlot, but like you go into the deeper reds past Merlot is where they have a good but their whites are like part sweet like your um uh the new zealand the, the one in new zealand that i i am for my mind just went blank on great names when you ask <laughs> i'm not perfect i mess up a lot <laughs> we but, all do yeah, yeah. that's why you need lawyers yeah <laughs> 
But here, here, here in America, there's one thing that we like a little bit more than wines. I do anyway. In wow. my wait, a minute, wait, I'm gonna blow your mind. In my office, just over here in my office, to the other side of my my, I have three three screens, right? And the other side of my screen is a moonshine bar. You know What's what moonshine, moonshine is? bar? Um, American moonshine is like American whiskey that's not aged. Really? Yes. So it like, must be it, strong. It is. It's strong, but you know, it's not like when you think whiskeys, like with the brown oakish, because they soak it in like the oak barrel. They make yeah. this whiskey, and it was originally made in the backwoods, put in jars, mason jars, and you bought it that way. Wow! Yeah. Never tried. Never. Yeah. Had. yeah. <laughs> Gonna have to stop by and visit Tim in Texas next time you're up here. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that got me, I, my grandfather, you know, was, you know, I shouldn't say my grandfather, but people in, in my history made backwoods alcohol. So, oh, so yeah. did mine. Yeah. My, my, my grandfather from my father's side, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, used to do wine. Did wine. Okay. He did it. Wine. wine. Right. wine. So yeah, my, wine. my brother-in-law makes his own beer. That's great. I love homemade beer. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but you can't make, legally, you can't make homemade moonshine, legally, in the United States. <laughs> Saying this to a lawyer, legally, you can't, it's just against the law. It's And it's about tax. Just find, just find a loophole. Yes, I've been looking for that loophole my whole life. And I know friends <laughs> who tried to find the loophole and are, their loops are in around their wrists now and they're in jail mm, they're in jail so don't don't try too much no don't don't well adriana it has been so much fun getting to know you on the show today all right you have got uh, i'm sure i could go for hours asking you questions and still be interested in your story <laughs> uh, thank you but i i, I know we, we're a short time i want to make sure everybody gets a chance who listens to the show to come check out your website, your books, things like that. What is the best website to get a hold of you? Uh, my website is a Gavazzoni. I think I'm going to spell because it's complicated. So it's a g a v a z z o n i dot com. Okay. Uh, it's my my author's website. Okay. But I'm a little bit uh, over all social media. <laughs> Well, I noticed, yeah, I noticed earlier today we connected on Facebook, so now I'll really be able to keep in touch with you. So is 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 Gavazzoni, is that your married name or is that your original name? No, it's my original name. I learned not to use a husband name after so many divorces. <laughs> so my last name's Gillette. Here in America, do you know what that means? Here in Brazil, it's the same. I'm not related, but anyway. And but, oh, I thought I thought you were, so you would have billions because in Brazil it's the most famous. So we don't call a razor, we call it a gillette. Oh, really? Wow. Really, really. Gillette in Portuguese. Oh, wow. So no, it's not. And uh speaking of legal. I tried to use something with just the name Gillette into it, and the name Gillette is trademarked. United States really? trademarked. I but could for, not, for blades, you couldn't use for, your for own razors, name? but for razors, but anything in marketing, all right, they have bigger lawyers and they can come after me. I could win because yeah. it's my last name, but they can appeal it and keep me coming in court, and I have to keep paying a lawyer to keep fighting them. They have and more lawyers, so I walked away from it. Yeah. Thanks, God, we have to be paid yeah. or you'd starve. <laughs> um, but I, I have a, a my my one, well, he's not a lawyer anymore, but he has a, a company in Canada. He found a trademark for me, and we trademarked a name, a business name for me, so that I can have something titled and no one can come after me. And that was. My, my trademark is simple, easy marketing, but like, I'm not sure if you do trademarks or not, but yeah. Do you, in, in, in Brazil, do you guys have trademarks? Yes, we do. It's serious. And we even have that uh, international agreement, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Paris agreement for 
remarkable brands like Gillette, for yeah, example, yeah. Uh, that we can uh, have as a braid. Uh, sometimes even the combination of the colors, we can't. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. So, well, before you go, I've got to play a game with you that I play with everybody who comes on my show. I have five envelopes with, and each envelope has seven questions into them. You pick number wow. one, two, three, four, or five. Pick one. Three, three, number three. I like you. Three's my favorite number. So, I get to ask you, they're this or that questions. They're designed to be fun. Please, if any of them offend you, I don't mean to offend you. No, I'm sure. Okay, number one question. This one here, it might be tough for you to get, but in America, there's a movie called Die Hard. Have you ever seen it? Yes, uh, Bruce Rose. Yep, yep. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie, yes or no? I really don't know because I've never saw this movie. Wow. Uh, I just know because I like the actor, but I yeah. can't answer that one. So, so the, here, the story behind it is, is the movie was made by him going, uh, the concept was he went to a Christmas party at Christmas time. So it's been a joke in America that it's a Christmas movie and it's a debate. <laughs> a lot of people say, yes, it is. And a lot of people say, no, it isn't. So I, I don't think so because the subject is a little bit violent for Santa. Anyway. Uh, question number two, again, American brands, Pepsi or Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Yeah, I'm a Coke. I'm actually more of a Dr. Pepper guy. I live in Texas now. So anyway. No, I'm a, I'm a Diet Coke person. Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. So question number three, if you are taking a trip, which obviously you do, would you rather take a flying trip or a drive trip? Flying. Fly yeah. all the time. I love our planes. Ah, do you have your own? Wait a minute. You're, you're, you're a rich lawyer. Do you have your own plane? No, unfortunately, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. There she goes. She's gonna have it. I'm a positive person. Yeah, I love it. So question number four, I hope you get this one, but boxers or briefs? Boxers, of course. They're sexy. <laughs> I was wondering about <laughs> um, question number five, taco or hamburger? Hamburger. I love you now. All right. Hamburger is my favorite, <laughs> but I usually when I talk to someone South America, they always say taco and you say, no, I really love no. it. Do you know, I told you I go on a strict diet and mm -hmm. I reserve one day to eat fresh. Yeah. And that day I eat hamburgers or pizza mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I'm crazy about the hamburgers and pizza. Yeah. So when I was a kid in uh, like 12 years old, I had, uh, I was in the hospital for like a week with pneumonia and every day the menu came and I had to choose the menu. Right. And I picked hamburger every day. And the last <laughs> day my mom said to me, You've got to eat something else other than hamburger. So I chose whatever the other option was on the menu. As soon as and it right arrived, I tasted it, I hated it, and I made my mom go get me a hamburger. <laughs> Hamburgers are great. They have everything I like. They have meat. They have cheese. I'm crazy about cheese. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes bacon. I'm crazy about bacon. That's okay. Now, yeah, now we're really good. All right. You know, hamburger and bacon. What else does a man need? So, um, question number six snake. Are, I don't know whether you're scared of them or not, but snakes or spiders? Um, which I, I'm afraid of. Yeah. Yes. Uh, spiders, of course. I love snakes, they Do are what? wonderful. Uh, they are beautiful. I even thought about raising one once, but yeah. I discovered they eat rats, and I'm too afraid of rats uh, for raising uh, uh, an animal that needs to eat a rat. Oh, wow. So, but I love it. Love it. Wow. You, 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 you are an adventuresome girl, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> My last question is, in your car, when you're riding in your car, do you listen to a podcast or do you do listen to music? 
I listen to every, uh, everything, sometimes podcasts, sometimes news, sometimes music, depending on the mood. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What kind of music do you like most? Pretty much everything in American pop. Oh, really? uh, yes. Uh, Brazilian songs, I like, uh, so, uh, I like some specific singers. I hate samba. See, my dog decides to participate. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, I, I love Brazilian, but I don't love samba. Mm. So I love romantic music and I listen to romantic music, even if I'm not a romantic person. Yeah, yeah. Um, my, 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 when I was married to Telma, all right, she took me to some Brazilian uh, festival thing after, after a soccer game here in Dallas. Right. And like all the girls dancing and everything. And I'm not a dancer. Yes. My wife, I don't like to go dance. And some girl grabbed me to go dance with her. All right. And I was in trouble. I, I don't know. I don't know how to dance samba. I know how to dance the tango that I learned when yeah. I was living in Argentina, but I can dance samba. Yeah, it's impossible. I, yeah, I, I I just I'm not into dancing and and, and I think I that's where I stopped dancing because I got in trouble trying to dance with someone else. <laughs> yes. Usually usually that ends up in another divorce. <laughs> <laughs> not the dancing, what happens after the dancing? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> yes. Uh well, uh, Adriana, thank you for coming in today, taking time out of your schedule, all right, to be with me and my guests or as my guest um, and share with my audience. I appreciate that. Oh. Thank you for having me, Tim. Thank you for the audience, for the patience. Uh listen to us. Uh, but we had lots of fun here today. <laughs> we did. We did have that. <laughs> All right. Uh, to you guys, the audience, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Go check out Adriana, all right, on her website. All right. It's going to be in the comments. Gavazzoni, right? Did I say it right? Gavazzoni. Gavazzoni, yes. Yeah, see, I'm, gonna, I'm getting better. But uh, go check her out, all right, and uh, say hi to her for being on the show today. Hey, maybe you might be into some of her books. I don't know. Go check them out. Anyway, I'm Tim Gillette. I'll be back next week with another great guest. Have a great day, guys. Bye.